0: Jake. How's it going, Brandon? Good. Let's get this shit started. Sounds good to me. Yes. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Writer's Block. We will be discussing audiobooks. Hopefully everyone has listened to an audiobook so you know what that is. Now, my name is Brandon Morehouse. And I'm Jake Flukiger. This is this week's episode. Jake, if if someone wants to join the topic, how do they join?
1: Uh, you mean join the podcast?
0: Uh, well, I mean, yeah, but like if they're, if they're live, I mean, yeah, let's do podcast first. How does someone listen to this show?
1: They can go to podbean.com or they can listen on any of the streaming platforms. I'm
0: throwing you off this week, aren't I?
1: Just a little bit.
0: (laughs) If you would like to discuss joining on the topic this week, feel free to hit that little mic button in the bottom of your, uh. I don't think it works on desktop computers, but you are welcome to join in. Um, Jake, how's your week been?
1: You know, my week has been good. It's been busy, and um, work has been a lot emotionally this week, but
0: it has been good. Well, good. How about yours? You know, it's I can't complain because when I tend to be like, oh, things are going well, The universe tends to come back on me very quickly. Um, You're a dork. (laughs) You're you're a dork. (laughs) It hasn't been a bad week. I bought myself a new kitchen toy today.
1: (laughs) Brandon, tell everybody what you bought. I
0: bought a food dehydrator. Oh, my goodness. Why did you buy a food dehydrator? Oh, my God. Stop it. You're (laughs) You're so funny. I bought it because I was like, I do like dried pineapple. I
1: love pineapple anything.
0: I, I'm not a big pineapple fan in general, but I was like, I do like and I was like, well, like that would be a good snack, right? Like Yeah. That'll help with the sweet tooth and so on. So I was like, okay, well, let's just try it. If it doesn't work, then it doesn't work.
1: Then Anyways, it doesn't work. Then it doesn't okay. work. <laughs> um Brandon, I did want to mention one thing. What? Um I need to know if on your end you can see the closed captions that I have on. I cannot. Okay. So that's what I was wondering. So we need to do a post then um, for the block about using the three little dots in the upper right-hand corner and turning on closed captioning for those people who might need to use those. Oh, see, I didn't know that was... It was individual.
0: I, I thought it was for everybody.
1: Yeah, I thought it was for everybody too. But you said something last week that kind of made me wonder. So,
0: well, we live and we learn, right? We'll have to remember. Yeah. That next time. So as usual, Jake and I like to we do a little icebreaker and we catch each other off guard with the topic. So it's my week this week, and I gotta hit Jake with something.
1: And I'm hoping that it is something that I might know something about. Because (laughs) then I don't feel quite so
0: silly. Yeah. Well, okay. So, there's been a lot of book bans lately. Okay. I think the latest statistic is like it's been up like 33% or something like that over the course of this past year. I'm not 100% sure on how accurate that works uh carolyn says closed captioning does work um anyways down in texas okay okay there was a a ban on a book and i we did kind of touch base on this so you're getting an out this week i haven't been as crazy as what i'd normally been but we didn't really get to go much further with it down in texas they banned a book and it it's not because of what people think it is. Now, it was the Diary of Anne Frank.
1: Now. I'm I'm pretty sure that a lot of children read the Diary of Anne Frank.
0: I mean, so I would I'm... say late junior high, early high school probably. Yeah. But it... a lot of people read it. <laughs> yes, but they banned it because they said it was a porn. It's a porno. That is
1: normally what I think of when I think of the Holocaust, you know? Yeah, well, Definitely. I mean,
0: it just... I want to hear your thoughts on that.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Um, And let me just clear this up. The It was a book that had been made into a graphic novel, and people were reading it that way. And Anne at one point talks about um, her breasts and she talks about a boy's penis and that's it like there's not a whole lot and they just move on and we have to remember that she's a teenager at this time going through this horrific experience so she's got she's got all these questions in her mind right but they turn it into a graphic novel. they don't show anything but i just want to know your thoughts on that
1: first of all i don't care if it's a graphic novel or the regular novel like That's just ridiculous. Yeah. Because frankly, I, oh, oh, there are just so many horrible, hateful things going in my head right now, which we know that I won't really say out loud, but that's a shame. I know it's a shame, but really what I'm saying is, is that the shame is that they're trying to ban a book like that. like. A, it's an important subject matter, and there is no way, no way that that can be considered a porno, especially for teenagers. If you've ever walked down the halls of a middle school or high school, oh my gosh. Yeah. The language that is coming out of your children's mouths, my children too, is disturbing on a, so many levels.
0: <laughs> like, oh my God, that's what they're talking about? Wow. Yeah, That's, wow. This is, wow.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I don't think it's an issue.
0: You what are your thoughts, bro? You, you don't think it's an issue that it's banned?
1: No, I don't think it should be an issue oh, okay. for the public. Like, I definitely I, think it's a massive issue that
0: it's banned. My opinion, right, this person that was triggered by it, they were Told they're gonna to be reading this book prior to them because the teachers have to send out This is our reading list this year. That was their opportunity to kind of contest it right or to opt out Like yeah, I know I in... have your child doing I think it's just a reason for someone to ban a book and it's It was this mom and I'm gonna try not to label her a certain word Karen Um, That is just it. it, Banning books doesn't do any good because, and we've had this discussion numerous times. A, your child can find it somewhere else. B, that book in particular, especially because that's what you're focusing on, is like you're missing the whole concept of like you're not focusing on what you need to focus on, and. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's a joke that she said that they even interviewed a porn star who they asked, is this, like, the the, the journalist that wrote the article was like, is this a porno? And she goes, absolutely not. Like, there's no, that's, it's this girl and it's her diary. Like, you, you really shouldn't edit certain things out. But if she says penis one time and you're considering that a porno, good God what all is mentioned in the Bible. Like, because yeah. you, you, my feeling is it's some alt-right mom that's like, oh my god, I don't want to expose my children to anything inappropriate. And it's like, well, you expose them to the Bible. And let me tell you, the Bible is not pleasant. It is and not, that, like.
1: Well, and also, happens. like, you're exposing them to public school. Yeah. If you are worried about this book, and you're not worried about them going to a public school, we have an issue there's 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 bigger
0: there's bigger issues yeah for sure so okay well that's all i want i don't want to dwell on that because we know me i tend to dwell um you dweller dweller you dweller so okay well let's get on the topic for tonight jake what are we talking about again we're talking about audiobooks okay so let's just start at the very beginning what is an audiobook
1: uh, I'm pretty sure that it is a book okay. that is recorded so that you can listen to it. Okay. Just throwing that out
0: there. Throwing that out that there. That was a wild, wild guess. So it's like the new version of a book on tape.
1: It is definitely the new version <laughs> of a book on tape. I <laughs> just clear. I just
0: want to clarify, <laughs> we're going to start at the very beginning on that. Now, I do... Yes let's i don't even know where i want to go with that is i don't know i don't know is it and i'm going to ask this and it might be stupid but you know that's just who i am um is it a good idea for authors to read their own audiobook
1: okay so you're kind of jumping into the deep end right away
0: i know i was like i don't know how to do this transition i don't which
1: is totally fine totally fine that we're gonna do this Um, but let's, let's be very clear. Um, can you do that? Absolutely. Should you do that? Maybe, Uh, maybe there, it is a maybe. There are some people out there who have a great reading voice who might also be actors. There are people out there that can do it. Does that mean Uh, that everybody should do it?
0: I Hmm. would. Disagree with on that one. Rude. (laughs) Rude. Uh, I would say you as an author should probably try to steer clear of reading your own book because let the professionals do it. They, Even though you know the tone and you know this is where I want this to happen and so on and so forth. I've, I've listened to some that are read by the own author and it's very dry. They're literally just reading it. Is it possible? Like you said, yes, some authors can do it, but I would let, so, the, let the professional do it. So
1: here's an example of one that I know that was done really well. Um, right. I just listened to a book by Neil Gaiman. And yeah. He did his own reading mm-hmm. um, and it was really good. I was impressed. Um, and especially because, you know, again, not all authors should read their books <laughs> right that is just a garrett like let's just for the sake of argument say that you know most people that means 99% of them should not read their
0: own book yes okay let's back out of the deep end on that one <laughs> what <laughs> so- and yet I don't know how to transition out of that. Okay. so That is okay. That's, I think that's up to the individual author, right? They, they trust your gut on that one. So, now, you listen to audiobooks, right? I love listening to audiobooks. I listen Which, to top of them. Yeah, me too. Um, where do you listen to yours, Saru? Okay.
1: So I do have, like, we do have Prime. And so I do get, like, an Audible credit every month um that i do use here and there but really i listen to my books on an app called libby son of a bitch that's what i was gonna say okay i know
0: it is Ah, i just had to take it from you you had to steal it from me
1: um libby is marvelous like absolutely marvelous because it allows you access to all of the books and audiobooks in your library system yes which means you don't have to pay for it.
0: Yeah, so it's a great way to support your local library because I believe they get federal funding based on their like membership numbers, I believe. Yeah. Um, what I have found, what I like about Libby, and we are not being sponsored by Libby. Let's just clear that up. We're not being sponsored by Libby. Um, is that you can listen to it via your phone, or you can listen to it on your desktop. Because where I work, I have my own office, and I can listen to books all day. I, there's some apps that you can't do that with. You you don't. It's not interchangeable, and they don't talk. This one, I have found that they talk, and it works really well. And there's some of them add, like, background music and stuff. It's it's pretty cool. I don't – I've I've definitely – ever since I got it, I've jumped up how much I'm reading, and Jake knows that, and he's getting yeah. used to me for it. Big time. It's awesome. Yeah. Jason, you have your hand up.
2: Sorry, I'm trying to unmute here. Driving (laughs) at the bar. I'm very Uh disappointed right
0: now. Of course. You're driving Um,
2: at the bar? (laughs) No, I'm driving to the bar. Okay. okay. I'm (laughs) I'm like in the next city over, which sucks.
1: Um, Totally understand that.
2: (laughs) um, So, when my last book came out, uh, my publisher actually approached me about doing an audible for it
1: okay um, yeah.
2: I, I I am a moron I, I'm a bloody moron actually
1: okay um,
2: I did not go to do that and as I think back if I had 2020 hindsight back at the time I would have done it okay um, yeah the book, they liked the book so much they actually were going to pay to have it audible, but I had to basically sign off on it, and I said no.
1: And and this is one of the deepest, darkest regrets of your life, right, Jason?
2: Well, <laughs> 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 I feel like it's barely a <laughs> Right. The deepest right. Yeah, the sure. deepest, uh, get into uh, the puddle. Um... <laughs> But, um, looking back at it, yeah, and, I mean, yeah, what you were saying about you could do it yourself, I would have it professionally done.
1: Yeah. I think that is a very wise
0: choice. I I think, Um, go ahead, Jason, sorry.
2: No, 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 go, go. No, I I didn't want to cut you off, sorry. Oh, no, I was just actually uh so i mean yeah well, I yeah I, I would have professionally done i mean yeah you might be a great speaker and i just took my damn wrong exit son of a bitch um
0: um so well
2: oh that's right um so i mean yeah i would have professionally done i mean you might be a good speaker and all that stuff but those people i mean that's what they do I mean, literally, that's what they get paid to do. That's what they do. Uh, They have little tricks. They have nicks to make it work. And then you have the editors that come in and, you know, they, you know, the professionals work with the editors and all that stuff. And I mean, it, and you know what, it saves you time because I don't know if anybody here has actually ever done one. I mean, I haven't, but I've seen people do audio work like that and it takes forever. Yeah. It takes forever.
0: It takes a while and some, i think i think the, with. go, go ahead brendan sorry go ahead jake i keep cutting everybody off apparently nope you go oh, fine i think with there's a very large rise in audiobooks because it's much more convenient for an author or for listeners to consume books that way and it's easier because you can transfer it from here to here to here and you're just taking it with you versus a, a traditional book that's printed which i mean uh, i'm all about that too but I consume books better, like through the audio
2: than. Oh, definitely, and like me, I spend probably eighty-five percent of my time in a car driving. Right. Every night, I mean, and I listen to podcasts. I'll listen to auto audiobook, audiobooks, audio books. Jason, um, girl, I know, I know. <laughs> Go, get, and, a, go uh, get a drink
0: in you, Jesus! Like... I know, I know, I need to.
2: I, I haven't had a drink all damn day, um, and um, and audio books and stuff like that. And honestly, it's it's easier. Yeah. Um, I, I one of my friends, uh, Merle Lafferty, she just put out her second book for her, her uh, Trinity series, and it's on audio. And I'm just. I'm, I'm cutting through it like really, really great right now. It's, 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 it's going good. Yeah. Um, and it cuts down, I mean, reading's fine and all that stuff. If you have time to sit and do nothing for, you know, a couple hours a day or what, depending how long it takes you to, you know, read a book. But, mm-hmm. um, uh, for me, I, 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 I work like 19 hour days. Yeah. So I, I spend most of that time behind a wheel. So
0: yeah, I think you have to find what works best for you. Um, now that leads me into I read a ar- an article about the difference of people who who can consume books in different ways. I consume better via audiobooks and some people consume them better traditionally public. Pub printed, excuse me. I'm interested to know, because I think the article mentioned that people with ADHD can consume books better via audiobooks than they can reading. And it's something to with how their mind processes it.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, It's a lot of it has to do with um, whether you are an auditory learner or a, a visual one.
0: Right. I just found that, I just found that interesting, that's all I'm thinking. Well, I'm ADD, yeah,
3: and I'm on medication for it, but I do both, I can read them, I listen to lots of audiobooks, because I'm on the road a lot, but about four years mm-hmm. ago, we're going to go back to whether or not you should read your own book. About four years ago, okay. I was approached by an audio company, because I had literally Bought or gotten free 100 audiobooks in a year. And
2: they. That is awesome. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Um, I was working two jobs, and one of them required that, you know, I was all by myself all day for seven hours. So, yeah, I listened to a lot of books. But anyhow, they had approached me to go over uh, voice actors reading. And I'm going to tell you right now, do not read your own book. Don't ever read (laughs) your own book. Um, A good audiobook actor or uh, voice actor, they can speak in different tones. They can make a character voice for this character or that character. They can make them sound different. Not everyone has that technique. And right. when I gave a review for one, he literally told me he was going to kill me. And he was he was a college professor, but I told him, I said, you're so monotone that I felt like I was in English class and I wanted to go to sleep. I said, if I have problems right. sleeping, I will listen to the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> <I> Love it. <laughs> Oh, Love my it.
1: gosh.
3: <laughs> but it was, Love it. I mean, if you listen to a lot of audio books, you know the good uh, narrators. And sometimes right. you actually search for books who are narr- narrated by those, you know, those voice actors because they actually bring the book to life. Yeah. And just because yep. you have, you know, everybody's told you you have a great voice. Doesn't mean you can get into the voice of the characters. I will agree with it that. It is a talent, yes. and a talent that not everybody holds. Um, that's my two cent worth, and <laughs> I pissed off a lot of wannabe voice actors.
0: Man, whatever, they'll get over it. <laughs> They're fine. They're fine. Uh, It'll be, be okay. <laughs> now, as a, as a author jake how do i prepare my book for an audiobook is there anything i can do to kind of like set it up
1: well uh brandon i know that you have a very strong opinion about a certain word that (laughs) that gets used quite frequently in books Oh god and uh i wonder if you could share with the class
0: what that word is and why it's so annoying (laughs) It's so annoying because the old standard was you could say said. And when you're physically reading it, your mind just skims over it, right? But (laughs) in the age of audiobooks, and this one I will die on this fucking hill. You cannot, (laughs) we as authors can no longer (laughs) use the word said in every other sentence. You can't just constantly use it. I'm not saying don't use it, I'm saying use it sparingly because when you're hearing that word said, 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 you you catch onto it and you're like, Jesus, fucking stop. Just fucking stop. Like, I, okay. So I would be very careful when you're writing a book and you're using the word said. Now I know that's not the standard anymore just don't use it as frequently as we as some of the older books do that's all yeah absolutely i will die on this fucking hill
1: (laughs) i and here's the thing i totally i totally understand what you're saying having listened to so many audiobooks this year um there are words that you catch and you start picking up on and believe me if you have a word that echoes or repeats it will get picked up very, very quickly for audiobooks. Right.
0: Here so comes Kim. Just be
1: careful about that.
0: Kim's ready. She's ready to yell at us about something.
2: What?
0: I'm so screwed if you can't say said. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it. I'm just saying if you convert it to an audiobook, it's gonna, you're going to start hearing it. Okay,
3: then I am never doing audio because I'm so fucked. <laughs>
1: Okay. <laughs> Kim, do you, you said a lot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Honestly, I love that. Um, it's so funny because in writing, we're told, you know, in in like high school English, you're told, don't use said. Like there are so many other words that you're supposed to use. And then you get older and you start writing books and all of a sudden you're like, oh, you know, I can use the word said and it's totally okay because, you know, industry standard, that is all right. Um, but now with audiobooks, that I think is going to shift and change again to where you don't want
0: to use said all the time. <laughs> uh Carolyn had to point out she was certain the word I was gonna say was moist. Ew. Ew, no. <laughs>
3: Carolyn, no.
1: Thank
0: you, thank you for that, Carolyn.
3: <laughs> but you also have to understand in the making of an audiobook and picking an audiobook actor, didn't want there you? is abridged and unabridged. Right. And when an actor is speaking for the characters, oftentimes they leave that out.
1: Thank heavens.
3: So when you see because... <laughs> unabridged, they've read it word for word.
0: Oh. I see. don't I don't mind the unabridged versions of dings. See, that's news to me. See, I'm learned, this is why we do this group, right? And it's like, oh yeah. Okay. It's one of those things I just never really thought about. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Um,
3: just... I mean in certain uh voice actors they are so good that they actually skip those he replied, she said, and mm. you know, and they're speaking. And we lost you.
0: Em, you're going in and out. But we love you dearly. Yes, we love you. I'm um, going to go so, ahead and just in case. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brandon. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, I feel like he's setting me up for something. Obviously, we want to be careful of said. We want to be careful of echo words. But yes. so you asked the question, what we can do to prepare our books. Is there anything else that you can think of off the top of your head?
0: I know you're setting me up for something, but I don't know what it, what it is. I just, I'm like, you're going to have to be point blank on this one.
1: You <laughs> must think I am, like, diabolical
0: or something. Like I can I, hear just, it in your tone of voice. Like, I'm just asking a, a I question. It, too. I, <laughs> thank you're you. Saying, I'm glad somebody else did no. it like He's setting him up for something. He's baiting me, and I don't know what he's baiting me. I at. am not baiting you. Give me you a break. yes. You are. You're baiting. me. hundred percent. Kim, thank you're you. You're supposed to be on my side. Consensus has it. Pay you're me more me next
3: something. time, sweetheart, and I will.
0: Okay. Fine. <laughs> um, uh... I, I feel like you're like you're trying to set me up for um, info dumps. Okay. Let's but talk I about don't him. Let's I don't know. What are you, what are you, where are you leading into this? Let's, let's just do that. Just be point blank, Jake. I, I literally was just
1: asking a question. You are so full of shit. You are No, I'm shit. being so serious. <laughs> anyway, I was just asking a question. Um, Let
3: Jake ask his question, Brandon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, Brandon, though, like, I'm being serious, and you brought up info dumps. Is that mm-hmm. something that we should be aware of on
0: audiobooks? I mean, as authors, we should always be aware of large chunks of info dumps. So, yes. Okay. <laughs>
1: um, on the topic of info dumps, uh, Brandon, I know that you
0: recently read 1984. No, you recently read 1984, which
1: threw well, me you off. you did, too. You did, too. Yes. And so... I, and I pointed that out, like that there were, there was some info
0: dumps and stuff,
1: but honestly, I don't know that that would have mattered to me one way or the other, whether it was an audio book or a standard regular book.
0: Yeah. I just think it's, I mean, any sort of info dumps, you don't want to go too much on it. Um, it it's, it's, I think it's even more tricky in audiobooks, but again, I process it really well via audiobooks with uh, for an audiobook than i would reading it i know that my brain would shut off and it would wander somewhere else yeah okay yeah
1: um uh... (laughs) <laughs> that was a delightful little That fun. was a
0: horrible transition.
1: Like. <laughs> that was a beautiful transition. We always bad. do beautiful transitions. I don't
0: know about that. We're getting it. We're only on season two, which I know. We're working on season three, which is kind of amazing.
1: It is kind of amazing. Yeah. Um so are there a list of pros, Brandon, that you can give me for
0: audiobooks? <sighs> Well, the first one that comes to my, my mind is like Jason said, people are uh, just busy now. A lot of people, especially so, if you're driving a lot, an audiobook is a great way for you to consume books. Um, my, my, I, I think that's probably the biggest thing. Like, I can listen to it while I'm sitting at my desk all day versus listening to music, which would just distract me. Um, yeah, so I can definitely listen to that and still get my work done. So. That's probably the biggest thing. It's much more convenient. Um, now, one thing you—I don't know how this would work if you can do, like, if you downloaded an e—like an ebook—and you just can you play it back, like have it read to you, but it would just be in like a robotic tone. I don't know—is that a thing?
1: Um, I think on certain apps it might be. Okay. Um, for specific books, I know that. Um, Oh, what is it? On Kindle. Uh, some of the books that you can that you get on there, you can't they will read it to you, but it really isn't a monotone. It's really not
0: right. <laughs> a fun thing to listen yeah. to. <laughs> Which is how I list read um the fuck is the name of that book? Twenty thousand Leagues Under the Sea and Jesus. I remember a <sighs> just the fact that you
1: Really did not like that book, <laughs> and that, that it was boring be. in general. But the fact that you listened to it in monotone was probably
0: worse. <laughs> that was just is that horrid. the cure
3: for insomnia?
0: It is. I mean, it, is it, it was a struggle. It's a long book to begin with, but gee like I was like Jake, I'm never gonna get through this book. I thought it was done. It, and there's a whole it was a long. It was a long process. (laughs) Fuck. I was like, I'm going to get through this book. I'm going to get through this. Um, Okay, let's ask this. Okay. Do you, and I feel like I know the answer to this, but let's open it up for discussion. Do you consider audiobooks reading?
1: For me, personally, absolutely 100%. It is reading. Why
0: not? Well, I mean, I agree. I agree with you. I think it's reading. But there's a lot of people that are very adamant that, no, it is not reading. I'm not one of them. Well, then they're stupid. (laughs) 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 They're entitled to their opinion. Kim,
1: you are killing me tonight. This is awesome. (laughs) I love it. Oh, my gosh. Um, So – Here's Auditory the
3: thing. and reading are similar processes in the brain because it makes you use your own imagination. It makes you use your own pictures. Right. I don't see how it is not considered reading. Just because the words are not there in front okay. of you, you're still processing those words. You're still seeing the world building or whatever is going on in the story. You're picturing the character's it's not like a movie reel, you know, on the
0: TV. So I'm not quite sure what their problem is. Right. Um, I think they're uh, those people, and my mother's one of them, because her and I get into this discussion. Frequently, and I will go heavy on the word discussion. Um, She's like, well, and I think they focus on It's not the physical act of reading. But I'm, I'm focused on it's how you process it, mom. Like there's a, there's a difference in how you handle it. Yeah, for sure.
1: Um,
3: somebody's got some really bad background noise going on.
1: Can, can we have you mute if you're not speaking? Yep. Gotcha. No worries. Um, so one thing that i will say is is that a lot of um especially teachers educators and stuff right. uh, english teachers and stuff are you know insist that they have to have their students reading um and there have been studies done um although they are not as prevalent as i think they should be that the audiobooks and and actually reading the book uh, like like em was saying are very very similar in the brain right. um, they they highlight all of the same areas of the brain um, and so to me at least that makes sense that you know maybe a student doesn't want to read the the written word but they are willing to listen like you Brandon you you get more out of it if you're listening than if you're reading. Right. Jason.
2: Yeah. um, I'm going to. Okay. So yeah, I agree. It is like reading. I I will go there first. However, uh, when it comes to children, I'm going to do a slight different caveat a little bit. So listening to a book, yes you're, you're 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 formulating the same mental processes as you would do reading it but you're actually not looking at the words for kids in particular it might actually be better for them to actually read the book so they one they recognize the word they know how to read the word instead of having it told to them they take the information in themselves because there, there is a difference. So when you're doing an audiobook, you're being told the information and your brain is processing it. When you're reading it, you're taking in the information yourself mm-hmm. and you're processing it. So there's a slight difference there. I mean, in, in the way how the brain operates, it is about the same, right? No question. But the means and how you get it is different. And for a child, especially if they're learning to read or they're trying to get better at reading or something like that. Um, especially with people with like dyslexia and stuff like that, actually going out and physically reading the words will actually help them in the long run than it would be to listen to the book. Um, I
3: capacity will capacity disagree with those. you expressively as having so that, a child who has okay. dyslexia.
2: The forcing I to, of him to, to read. I, I forced myself to read to get better at it. That's how I got out. That's how I got better from, from my dyslexia. I forced myself to read and keep well, on they forced,
3: reading. They, well, in North Carolina, they had a program starting in the third grade where they had to read every day and it stressed my son out so much. He had an ulcer by the end of the first semester. Oh, wow
2: i mean he was seven i mean that's fine i mean but i'm not saying maybe every day or something like that but to get past those type of you have to practice the brain to to well not so much correct the activity but to get past it to learn how, how to do things correctly um, maybe how they're particularly doing it is not the best way of doing it and maybe they need to go back and revise their methods I don't know I'm not there I, I can't tell you how they did it but for to read the book um, to you know look at the words go through it force yourself to go on. Um, you you learn well. You learn how to read better and faster and all that stuff with more practice, obviously. But you also, um, uh, you know, you 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 pick up small details and stuff like that. Now, like I like what we're saying, yeah, Audible is great, but you're being told that.
1: Yeah, I th- I think you actually both have really good points, and I think that both can work for different people i think it works kind of like we talked about that depending on how you learn best um i think it it uh, can affect how much you enjoy the activity mm-hmm. and i think that's the more important part uh to really kind of focus on is like there's there are kids that dislike reading but maybe they'll pick up a graphic novel Um, and that's something that they love. Or maybe there's kids that you know can't quite get into the audiobook thing, but they want to pick up a standard book and, and read that. So I think a lot of it can be personal preference. But I also think that using, Jason, your point of view and Em, your point of view, there's no reason that you can't listen to an audiobook and follow along and use both to your advantage. I know that growing up, my sister used to get really frustrated because my dad would you know require us to read books and she would cry because she's like I can't see the pictures in my head there's no pictures right. um and but she'll listen to an audiobook here or there now and that's something that she can do because again the the narrators are so expressive that it really works something in her brain to where she can actually kind of imagine what the story is and how things are moving along i still love a physical copy of a book like if i had time to just sit down and read i would totally do that um but i do appreciate multitasking um and so audiobooks
0: work for me too i mean i am go ahead
3: I was just going to say, there are many different <clears throat> reading disorders, and dyslexia comes in in a spectrum. No. Um, most dyslexics will overcome the majority of their problems by the age of 14. But oh, I some, didn't know that. Yeah, uh, I did. No. But my son hasn't. But like Steven Spielberg is dyslexic, and he has several articles online that you can read. It'll take him months to go through a script.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, And, I mean, there's many. I mean, Tom, oh, crap, what's his name? Um, Brokaw? No, no. Tom Cruise.
0: Tom Cruise. Tom
3: Cruise is dyslexic. He can't read at all he has his script read to him and he memorizes the entire everybody's part. So he knows exactly where to come in at, Oh uh, there are many different ways to deal with it. But in my opinion, I think it's when you force something on someone, they learn to hate it. Yeah. And so they quit trying.
0: Yeah. I know. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm done. I don't no, want to
3: take up too much time.
0: No, that's this is what we're here for. Go up, please. Go ahead.
3: But I mean, you don't consider Steven Spielberg and you don't consider Tom Cruise, you know, illiterate. They're no. not. Uh, they're still very successful most of your pilots. I think they said it's 57% of pilots are dyslexic. Um, they just compute things differently, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Uh, they're very artistic and I don't know. I, I find the the ability to draw in data, whether it's from an audiobook or a book or television is quite personal and whether or not you're listening or whether or not you're reading you're you're taking in that information.
1: Absolutely. I think that's a great point. And um, thank you.
0: It's a very valid. I think I know from my personal experience, and I, I remember being in the third grade and we had to sit in our reading groups and we we had to read out loud to the class. Like everybody read a paragraph or what have you. And I remember when it came to me, my anxiety went through the roof. I couldn't, like you said, like, like Jake, you said for your sister, she couldn't imagine, she can't see the picture, Right. I know I struggled with that as as a as a young man and it was tough cuz I I tell people today I'm like I you put a book in front of me I have to physically read it it takes me a lot longer to read it cuz I can't comprehend the information and so I have to read it a couple times before information starts to stick now I don't know if that's dyslexia or or anything I'm not sure but I never I never really enjoyed reading until a I found something that I that I enjoyed so it was like my sci-fi stuff that I enjoyed and then now that I have found audiobooks you're I, you're loving reading it's completely changed how I decipher that information and it's opened this whole new world up for me and I'm like I want to share these worlds with anybody and everybody that's willing to listen right so I think finding what works for every for you as a listener and your your readers, that's the difficult part because there's not a blanket statement across the board for anything. Like, this works for everybody. Well, it doesn't work for everybody because everyone's minds are different and they process stuff and informa- information differently. So I think that's, that's well, a difficult part. Yeah. Well, and like
1: for you, Brandon, your listening comprehension is better than your reading comprehension. Right. And uh, where... In certain ways, like, I can be the opposite. A lot of times, like, I can hear what the audiobook is saying, but that doesn't mean that I'm totally there with it right? Um, like I am when I'm reading. Like, you were that kid that hated doing the, like, take turns around the class, and I was that kid that was like, I really hope I get the longest paragraph.
0: Yeah, I would have given you my paragraph.
1: Like, Jake, you can read that. I don't want to read that. And I totally would have because reading to me was, was marvelous. It was fun. It was awesome. Right. Um, and so I really think that, again, like you said, Brandon, it really just depends on listener and you have
0: to find what works for you. Right. So that um, with audiobooks, Mike, do you think, because I've listened to some that have like background music with it to kind of set the tone. Okay. Of, of the scene do you think that helps or do you think that ruins it takes away from you being able to f- focus on that audiobook
1: i think that's a personal preference thing like i have had a few where they've had some like um sound effects in the background not necessarily background music right. um but for me that was it kind of threw me threw me for a loop cut ca- caught me off guard um, because I wasn't expecting that to be on there for an audiobook. Um, and so it, you know, it took me aback for a for a moment, but it it wasn't a bad thing. Um I for me personally, I don't think I would care either way. What about for you, Brandon? We'll let Brandon have a moment.
0: Um, I personally love it. I thought it was great, but that's awesome. And yeah, I love that it helped me out a lot. And But the, the sound effects really brought, helped bring the story to life for me. I'm interested to hear what other people have to say.
1: Yeah. Anybody is more than welcome to jump on. If you are a new listener, go ahead and hit that mic in the bottom left hand corner and you can join us and speak your mind. Um, Brandon, while we're waiting for a few other people to kind of hop on here and join in if they want to answer that question or give it their hot take about it, I need to know something very specific. And that is, do you adjust your listening speed? Oh, Lindsay, what do you got? Lindsay's sort of there.
0: Lindsay's like... I want to speak, but I don't want to speak. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, well, uh, Lindsay, if, if, if you want to join in, feel free. Oh, she looks like she's having mic problems. Do I ju- adjust my audio, my speed? Yeah. Ooh, that
1: is one I, thing that you can do with audiobooks is adjust the speed to go slower or faster.
0: Um, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I only put it at a, like a 1.25. So it's not like... I listened to one at one point at one point five, and I was like, "Jesus, I can't. This is too fast. I can't process it." So one point two five has a a good pace for me. Um, I can't imagine going any faster. And see, like I listen at one point five. I don't know how you do that.
1: Um, that's that's what that's what my husband and my daughter say too. They're like, "What are they're like?" It just sounds like yeah, it all just
0: like runs together
1: um it's it's what works for me um i've listened to so many at 1.5 now that it sounds like a normal speed to me um and if i go down at all i'm like oh my gosh why is this so slow you're (laughs) you've got to give me a break here
0: (laughs) i can see you being like no i need this to go faster i need this to happen now they're like this is the normal pace like yeah this is incredibly slow
1: that is one thing that I do appreciate about the audiobooks, though, is that you can change that speed. Um, I know that there are people that can, again, with listening comprehension, listen way faster than they can actually read if they're reading a physical book, and so that can help you get through a
0: book um, and keep a pace that works for you. Right. I do. I do really like, and I'm a I'm a visual person also, so I watch. The percentage grow of how much you have completed. <laughs> and that makes. And it makes me happy to watch it grow and get bigger. I'm like, we're at like 15%. We oh. well. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> <laughs> like I get so excited. So then when it hits, like, and I've told myself, I'm like, you have to at least listen to 60% of the book. And that's my theory with a lot of stuff. You have to do at least do 60% of it. Um not everyone goes by that, which is perfectly fine. That's my standard. And usually by that time you're like, I might as well just finish it at this point.
1: Like, like twenty thousand leagues under the sea.
0: Oh my God. That I don't even stop. Like I'm PTSD with that one. Like that's just It was too much. It was too much. <laughs> it was just like that was that one was rough. That one almost deterred me completely from reading. Like, no. But you powered through, you got to the end of it. I was really proud of you. I, powered, I don't know if I powered through. I struggled. All through right, you
1: struggled through that one, but you managed to I, do uh, it. I managed to do it.
3: Brandon.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes.
3: Stay away from the Iliad and the Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I
0: didn't those aren't even well, I've read those before. We read those in high school. Um but I haven't thought about going back and reading them. There's one that oh, I want. There's one yeah. that I want to reread. The that, Outsider. That,
3: that just I can't I just doubt this those and this is I n- don't
0: know they're, they're very dry
1: <laughs> <laughs> dry <laughs> is an understatement
0: dry <laughs> um, I, but I you said, also felt that with um, uh, French books in general but like the hunchback yeah a I lot of the, the older books are I remember. Little... You, I remember talking to you about that I'm like the French know how to paint a picture. Let's well, just say they,
1: that. you know, 20, 20 pages of talking about uh the streets in France back in the day is, is <sighs> quite the uh, quite
0: the task to get through. It's but that one, I enjoyed that one. Now, what's Jake, what's been your favorite audiobook? Let's do that. Let's do that. Is an excellent
1: question. Um. I don't know. Give me a second. What about you? Do you have a favorite one off the top of your head?
0: Off the top of my head, my gut says Peter Pan.
1: I fucking Ew, love it. I knew you were gonna say that.
0: I that one I was like, this is amazing. I can't put this one down. And I think I I that one I powered through. I flew through that one. Like like I was Peter Pan soaring through the clouds, right? Um But that one I would I probably would, would go back and reread. Now, The Wizard of Oz was a close second because it' I mean, from the book to the movie, it is nothing, nothing alike. And my mom was like, oh, I always thought the book was like the movie. And I'm like, no, not even close. Like, it's so much darker. Like, <laughs> I, that,
1: yeah, that's, uh, that's one that most people don't, um, don't really realize how different those two things are. <laughs>
0: right. Now, one it's thing like... I, I'm trying to get my mom into audiobooks because, At some point, we in my family, we have, oh my God, what is it? We, uh, macular degeneration. Yes. Which means your eyes, you lose your vision at some point. Now, that's a genetic disorder that does run in our family. So at some point, I will be legally blind. So I'm trying to get my mom, she's showing early stages of that. And I'm like, Mom, if you want to continue to read, let's start working you on audiobooks. And she is not on board with it. Um, so I need a good, I need to find a good audiobook that she could, I'm thinking The Wizard of Oz would be a good one for her to start with.
1: Yeah. Um, um, I thought of mine and it is, I love, love, love The Curious League of Detectives and Thieves. Um, they're middle grade books. They're by Tom Phillips, who's a friend of mine.
0: Um, great, great books.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: a yeah. really fun read. Are there, are there certain genres that probably that you don't feel would work in audiobooks?
1: Um That's a good question. Uh I mean I don't know that I would necessarily want to listen to like a cookbook as an audiobook. Um That's one of our thieves. This, this I know theater. it is. I know it is. <laughs> that's what made me think
3: of it. <laughs>
0: M, oh my gosh. Here comes M with the with the laugh song. track. Good on her. Good on her.
1: Um I other than that though, I think that, you know, most a lot of like the the nonfiction self-help books and yeah. stuff or audiobooks, like I think there's not a bad genre to to have as a an audiobook. Um and I think that a lot of i I wish there were I wish an audiobook would be a standard thing on books that are published, yeah, um, because they're not all done, obviously. um and to me, that's unfortunate because I think yeah. they miss a demographic there,
0: yeah, I think you're missing on a whole market now, if you're gonna ask me that question, which I'm going to ask myself that question, Brandon, what uh, genre do you think would have difficulties in audiobooks? <laughs> Yes, Brandon. <laughs> I would be interested to listen to a uh, Dino erotica on that one, Brandon. <laughs> oh my gosh, no,
1: no! You have already been banned from this subject. I'm not oh, and
0: yes. come on, that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> Although I do, I do like if you're listening to a. I don't know how that would like. Obviously I would never listen to an erotica at work. That would never happen. Well, obviously, thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh jeez. I'm just saying, like <laughs> I, I love mean, that we got I love that we got M to laugh. I hope he snort
3: like, laughing here in a minute. I
0: love that. Like I can't imagine my dean walking into my office and they're like, I'm listening to an erotica book. And she's like, what Yeah, the hell we're so guy? not doing that. So, well, oh my uh, gosh. I'm going to ask
3: you to come out and come to a meeting and you're not yeah. going to be prepared.
0: We need to have a conversation with you and HR. Like, oh shit. Okay. I was just reading a book. <laughs> I was just reading a book. Right. Okay. Um, no, <laughs> I couldn't read this. Just I no on that one. one. I couldn't read this. Jake. Yes we are almost out of time are we really yes we have no we have four minutes left this has been a good top this has been a really
1: good discussion it has been a great discussion and again we love it when people jump in and talk with us and you know join and be a part of the conversation yes Um,
3: introduce your mother to sarah addison allen
0: i honestly thought you were going to say introduce your mother to dino erotica and i was like no Oh my gosh, Brandon, enough Do with not. the okay. I'm old
3: enough to be your mother, and I would be totally appalled.
0: Um, <laughs> well, what was that name again?
3: Sarah Addison Allen. She does The Sugar Queen, The Firefly Dance, The First Frost, The Peach Keeper. Okay. Um, they're really great little novels. There's nothing dirty in them. Um, they've got a little bit of magic, and it's Family, you know, um, female family members who have a little bit of um, magic, and it's—they're just really sweet.
0: And I I don't know if she would enjoy them because she's not like a. She doesn't. She likes her Nora Roberts. Let's just say that. Like she. She would like
3: Sarah Addison Allen because Nora Roberts does some magic with her Irish, Irish uh, books. Okay. But um, I mean. They're great little novels, and the narration on those is awesome. Okay, cool.
0: Brandon, Jake, what is our topic for next week? Oh, oh, this one's okay. We have to have a warning for this next week because next week we're talking about writing and politics.
1: Okay, so we should all come with our biggest, deepest, darkest political views. No.
0: <laughs> okay. I mean, you are welcome to bring your political views, but Jake and I will be moderating, so we will be down the middle of the aisle on that one and we do not want anybody like deliberately trigging triggering other people. This is how we incorporate politics into writing and more how our personal political views as an author inspire your writing for the worlds that you see. In in your stories, it's, I love it, love it, love it. And as Jake knows, I'm this. This one's going to be a hot one for me. This one's going to this one's going to be a test for on me. So
3: I take an early pardon approach.
0: Yep, <laughs> be kind, right? And then after that, uh, we go into biographies. And then on ten eighteen, we're going to do. It's what did I label that as? i l- labeled it as crossing the line so like setting boundaries for as an author what's how far is too far what's not enough so on and so forth so we got some we got some open, great topics got, coming up topics coming up yeah and then into halloween we'll go into like horror and stuff like that so that's gonna be fun awesome yes so, uh, everyone, please don't forget to give us a like over on Podbeam or wherever you listen to this episode at. And if you could give us a follow, that would be amazing. And then you get notifications right away when the newest episode is uploaded. So, don't forget to follow us on the writer's
1: block here on Twitter as well. And, um, X now. Oh, sorry, X, whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's fucking Twitter. Get over it's it. Twitter. It's Twitter. Um, X and bird. I'll- The expert, (laughs) love it. Uh, we will see everybody
0: next week, I guess. Yes, thank you, everyone. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.
3: Bye, guys.